0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. now. Buongiorno to you as well. How are you this fine having morning? a shitty day.
1: You're having a shitty day? <laughs> oh, felt, that's right. You yeah, ran me through like, the laundry The, the, the coffee laundry line was list. very, very long today, and I was very annoyed because I only ever get black coffee. So it is infuriating to wait behind other people who are like, I want like a lavender-infused Oat milk sweeping. latte with a shot of espresso. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you there. know, I can make
0: black coffee for you here in the mornings.
1: I thought you didn't have a coffee maker. How- I always kind of thought that you were right getting now. that from other places cuz you never drink coffee.
0: No, no yeah. we have I'm well, actually quite a big coffee drinker now. I have like a little oh. hot plate thing for my co- for my desk. I thought
1: you were I thought that
0: was for candles.
1: No, <laughs> cuz you it's, know sometimes you my want coffee warm. candle warmers to like diffuse I them. have used it for that purpose uh, anyways, yes whatever. But, uh, you know. Well, the point well, is the coffee line was very long and I found out that the back window on my car no longer rolls down which poor is Jonathan. So, poor Jonathan. He's really struggling. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have much longer left in him I don't think.
0: Well, I'm sorry Oh having boy. a having yeah. a rough so rough go of it this morning.
1: We're gonna need some more patrons. <laughs> so can get a new car.
0: Get Morgan's mood up.
1: Yeah. with a
0: little bit of help on that the old patron. That should be Patreon. one of our
1: like milestones. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the show. It's just like Mogan just needs a new car. Mogan feels better about this. She <laughs> so just kind of kind of needs some more money for that down payment.
0: <laughs> oh man! But you know, thanks for joining us here on Team Jack Podcast. Uh, this episode, we you can listen to a new episode every Thursday morning. Except for that one week every month where we do a stream a stream instead of a new episode. Give ourselves a little bit of a break and do something different for also, a change. Also,
1: maybe, maybe next time, everybody put it on your calendars now. Put your now. fingers
0: together. Put your, cross them.
1: Cross, cross those fingers. We think we are actually about to beat Guacamole 2. In like... We're, we're We're last. right there. Uh, so at the end of this month, we're going to try our very best to finish Guacamelee 2. I think
0: we can do I think we have I to we power can, through. We just have we to We have to through. do it. Yeah. We, the people are clamoring for something. I'll bring new.
1: us those bougie alcohol coffees Hell yes. and we'll just blaze Let's through it. Let's get going. Yeah. We're
0: going to finish it. I really <laughs> do finish. think like, we're close. We're so close. We have to be close. And then I think that, we're like an hour and a half.
1: What are we going to stream after that? Jerry? I don't know. Like That's a very see, big question. I say we go back to Sifu.
0: You want to just I I that's like the only way I think we're going to get back to seafood think,
1: honestly because I'm playing I think so much horizon. we should horizon. do more seafood or just because I think we both had so much fun with it we should do more Tekken or like any fighting game. Yeah. I feel like we I always think, have fun with fighting I games. I think since
0: we finished up though I think I know this is planning ahead but hey that's great for us to do. You yeah, know that's a that's a new trend it. that we should set for ourselves. <laughs> but uh what if we finish up Guacamelee! too this next time? The next uh stream night that we do. We do like a community game of some sort, Ooh, be it your Mario yeah. Karts, your Crash Team you crack, Racing. Because
1: we were talking, uh, we were in somebody else's stream and talking about Crash Team Racing. and No, wait, though. I do need
0: game. to, can we co-op, couch co-op Crash Team Racing? Yes. You can. I'm okay. pretty sure you can. Okay, cool. Uh, so like something like that that people can jump on, or is it not, there's something weird about it because we did it the one time and I know you, maybe it was just because it was still COVID times and we, and you played, you were streaming it from your place. I was playing it here. And we had to like do something funky. I don't know, but we can figure it out. The point the time is, now comes.
1: we're back to coach couch co-op time. Yes. So,
0: but but so I'm saying, like, we finish a game. That's big and exciting. Maybe we do like a community stream night. That's a good idea. Hang out with some people, play some fun online games there. Then we jump into like another so like, longer. Story everybody,
1: game. start telling us in the Discord what party games you have. Like, yeah. do you have Mario Party? If yes, which one? Do you have Mario Kart? Do you have Crash? So, feel free to give us suggestions for yep. what community game you. I guess we could do like. Among Us or something, but I don't really enjoy
0: it. I've never even played Among Us yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No interest. I like.
0: I I, I saw the appeal and I kind of wanted to get into it when it was going big, but then I was just like, I've got other. I'm I'm playing. Yeah,
1: I've got other shit. (laughs) I've got other stuff to do. People like the Jackbox.
0: Yeah, that's true. Those are always fun, too.
1: Or we could play like one of those janky iOS or what's it called? IO, like .io, one of those janky .io versions of like Cards Against Humanity, like oh, fake Cards yeah. Against Humanity. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> anyway, so give Anyways, us some suggestions. Yeah, hit us up with some suggestions and stuff like that over in the old Discord because, hey, guess what? We have a Discord and you can join it and have a lot of great conversations with us when we're not on here recording the show. And we talk about a lot of things, gaming, non-gaming related things. A lot of food picks, which is honestly makes me hungry. Yeah. Hungry? but I love it. You know what I mean? Good stuff there. Uh, so, but anyway so you check that out you can also find us on other social media such as Facebook Twitter and Instagram and uh, just like we alluded to with all those patrons to help make Mogan happy well guess what we have a lot of them already and they are Super Saiyan Ace Elise F Zach S Mariah S Susan M James K Ben W Michael B Andrew M Michael S and Brandon W they've gone over to patreon.com slash team chat podcast just like you can And for a dollar a month they're supporting the show and in return we give a lot of cool benefits like getting the episodes early before their general Thursday release and I know where she's going for she's building Towards that heart emoji, but I'm just not quite there yet. You you can support the show, like I said, to get a lot of cool perks. But if you can't do that, that's no big deal at all. We still, you can still support the show. Man, this is kind of throwing me off, but I'm loving it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can support the show in free ways such as subscribing, telling your friends, uh, all that good stuff. But anyway. All listeners, viewers, patrons, like, we love you. Heart emojis. Boom. There There we go. This is how
1: I'm going to subtly pressure you into (laughs) chop chopping. We got, we we totally off topic on some other stuff. And then you're going to rush me through the end. It would have been timed perfectly if you hadn't pointed (laughs) it out. You should have just kept going. I'm sorry. (laughs) Whatever. We're having a good
0: time. We'll be ready for next time. (laughs) The energy's here this morning. I like it. Yeah. But we do have another installment for the main episode today. We have another installment of our ABCs of. Gaming, so fun. G H and I.
1: G H and I, guy, if you will. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Guys, video <laughs> games.
1: Guys, video games. Real quick, before we launch into it, I do want to mention one specific Horizon Forbidden West update oh, that yeah, I yeah. know it just people will want to know about because I found out and I was like, oh my god, thank Jesus. So one, they made the game less shimmery. I don't. That's not the oh, one that I care about. I
0: haven't noticed that really. But, but the patch okay, cool. that I
1: do care about is they made it an option under the settings. You just go to like main and go to settings or whatever you can now turn off pickup animation. I did see that. that what I need, oh, a fuck, good. I didn't, I didn't so, turn that on yet. I need to. I haven't turned it on yet because it just dropped like a few days ago and people didn't, because they didn't really announce it. It wasn't really in the patch notes. So people were like, oh, this is yeah. a thing that you can do now. So a quick note, it only applies to things that are air quote, Easy to pick up, like grass and more redwood for your bow, mm-hmm. for your for your arrows. So only like low tier items can be picked up without the animation. It's not like the mi-
0: m- machines. So and like stuff.
1: for well, it depends on what the machine part is because they gave the example of if you shoot something off of a machine like a chill water canister, mm-hmm. that's considered an easy item, so you don't have to do the animation to pick it up. Got it. But if you shoot off like a, a resource canister and there's multiple things in it, and Aloy would actually in theory have to open it to get stuff out of. Of it that still applies you still ah. have to actually do the crouch and do the animation and ex- physically extract the stuff from it the same applies to like really big caches so mm-hmm. like supply caches that have a lot of stuff in them but things like medicinal berries other just random flora and fauna rocks on the ground those are now you don't have just to do the animation pick to up. pick them up yeah. What a godsend! I think we am
0: gonna have to do it because, I'm like, I'm so saw, excited about that. I like it, but like now knowing that the option is there, I did notice last night when I was playing. It, I don't know why I didn't turn it on then, but I did notice. I was like, "Man, this is kind of annoying." Like, yeah, yeah I'm especially like, for like when you're picking up like ridgewood yeah. for the trees for your arrows and stuff like Ridge that. Ridgewood—that's like, what it is, not redwood. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so it's just like picking that stuff up, and I'm just like, "Oh man." Uh,
1: I mean, the one that, that I can see it actually being sure. applicable is when I'm in the middle of combat. I've never actually stop to pick up more medicinal berries. Yeah. Even though I've run out and I'm about to die because I'm like, well, it's going to kill me anyways. You can't do the animation in time. Well, that's so true. That
0: would save that from yeah, the yeah, so I not so even thought about that. Yeah, so that's a
1: potential lifesaver. So nice. if you're in a battle now, don't be afraid to pick up those medicinal berries. You could don't, save your life. Don't have to crouch to do it anymore. <laughs> 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 anyways, that's just Very a quick nice. aside.
0: Yeah, but, I know. I was kind of like, I didn't... I don't know. I mean, I guess you were saying you haven't really played much this week, so do we need to do, like, an update, or should we, like, skip no. it to send more ti- spend more time on our ABCs? I want
1: you to catch up some more.
0: I did. Okay, I did meet your new husbando, though. Oh, yeah, you did. I did meet oh, him.
1: That's true. You have made a bit more progress. So did you decide to not go to Poseidon? You went to Aether first? I went first. to Aether. Good,
0: I needed to meet choice. your husbando. Good and, choice. And, woo, yeah. I agree.
1: We're talking about Hikaro. Hikaru. Oh, my
0: God. Mountain of a man.
1: Heavens to so he's, Give me those he's Christopher Judge vibes. Large, I'm, I'm feeling thick it. Thick with two C's, man. <laughs> 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 he's also he's just he seems like a good stalwart leader. Yeah, like he's in charge, but he's not a dick about it. That's it's like, right. All right, but he will kill you if strong. you if you challenge him. Don't,
0: don't double cross him. But that's him. just don't come that's just and...
1: the way of his people. It's not that he's doing it out of spite. He d- actually doesn't want to kill you. Yeah, but if you force him to kill you, he will. Have he's to. a lover,
0: not a fighter, but yeah. he will fuck you up. So
1: have you actually completed his quest? Like that quest? Are you? working on
0: it. Working on it. Okay, I was slowly you. making my way up, getting distracted by other making things the Making your way downtown, way. Yeah, walking fast. Exactly. Hikaru
1: passes and you get distracted. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, damn, gotta watch him walk away real quick.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So uh, all that stuff. So yeah, I'm not, I am not. haven't made a ton of more story progress. I actually looked and I think I've actually only done like less than 10 oh main my quests.
1: my God, Jared. But <laughs> yeah. if you're like, you're only <laughs> no, got a couple more ahead of you, true. though. And as far as main quests go, there aren't that many. So, so it I makes sense true. that you wouldn't have done that many main quest so yeah. i think that i'm now at least a couple more big leaps ahead of you yeah because i just got the third one. Oh yeah you're way yeah, ahead so i'm ahead you're, but you're I, moving up i'm moving on up but there's still big big chunks of the map that i have not explored I keep yet
0: opening the map and only keeping it in the area where i'm at and i last night again i was yeah. like zoomed out and i was like good God, this map is massive. I
1: made the conscious decision to try and knock out a couple more big story items kind of back to back so that I could have more freedom to explore. Because I figured like, well, there are probably upgrades built into those missions that might help this go faster. Very true. And I was right about that. So it's not a bad idea to just plow through with some of the big story beats and then go on endless side quests (laughs) to your heart's content. Which this game is so good for. Which is what I plan to fully do for the rest of this weekend, so. Hell yeah! I'm going to do 10 squats, which probably isn't enough per
0: hour or just like to start off just the whole start thing, start off like okay. a
1: little 10 squat warm up sure, and sure. then sit on my butt for 10 hours, and just flatten it out and, <laughs> and play it flatten, again at the end. flatten it out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need a lot of like, what? what's the, what, what, um, it's not Botox cause they don't do that to your butt, do
0: they? <laughs> it, just injections? Like sure. Injections. injections. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need
1: whatever they get in Brazil, <laughs> the Brazilian butt lift. That's what I'm going to need to fix this. All right, anyways, get, the get, ABCs
0: get. of gaming.
1: <laughs> Moving on. We B is for butts. B is for, yeah. <laughs> no, but anyway. Man.
0: So we got uh, G is, is what we're starting off with today. Uh, do you want to kick it
1: off or something? Yeah, I sure. So I did have initially, I feel like this is true for most of the letters that we've done so far. Initially, yeah. when I was thinking about Gs, I was like, I can't think of a single game that fits into this category.
0: Really? And it was pretty quick for me. And then
1: after, because you've played stuff like God of War and... <laughs> and did you not even
0: think of God of no! War? No, you dumbass. But I'm still I'm still happy with my pick, but because it was I, I went with my gut. It was like the first thing that came to my okay. head. So we'll get into gotcha. it a little bit. All
1: right. Anyways, later. I figured that you would probably have more to pull from, and I just couldn't really think of anything until I thought of like the first game, and then that kind of cascaded the mental water- waterfall of like, oh sure, yeah, sure. I actually do have a lot because the initial one that I was like, if I cheated, I think I could shoehorn it in. I was gonna go with Untitled Goose Game.
0: Oh my god! Because oh, my could, my uh,
1: reasoning was that it's got two G's. In I it did. Ethan Finch,
0: What Remains of, comma. <laughs> comma What Remains of. I, I think so, you could do Untitled uh, Goose uh, Game for, for G. First, I'm going to talk
1: about all the ones that are kind of the honorable mentions because I thought of them, but they're not the ones that I'm going with. I thought of Untitled Goose Game. I thought of Gone Home, that old walking sim that we played a long, long time ago. I thought of, um, oh God, it's already left my brain. There was like a third one that I was like, oh, that'd be a good one. And then it's already gone, which is why I'm not talking about it. Yep. Anyways, but the one that I eventually settled on is a game that I think I've maybe only talked about on this show... Max once or twice Mm -hmm. And it's old So there's a reason you probably haven't heard me talk about it much It's Gravity Rush Oh, yeah, you okay. might vaguely remember did this game. Did you ever move to Gravity Rush Two? That's the no. one where it's like
0: I know, I know the yeah. game, like I know, I know like uh, from yeah. when it came out and all that stuff in the trailers, but like yeah. I didn't remember, and I knew you were interested maybe in two, but I don't remember. Yeah, if yeah. Ever so went to I
1: that. never did manage to move on to Gravity Rush Two, which is too bad because it is a direct story continuation of the oh. first game. <laughs> and so just as a reminder, with our ABCs of gaming, the way that we're doing them is these letters aren't necessarily representations of what we think is the best game in these categories. Yeah. This is our opportunity to just talk about games that we don't often get to talk about or just the ones hold that a you special really place. Really like, or one that you hate and you yeah. never get to talk about them. So this is a real open platform. And I just kind of wanted to talk about Gravity Rush because I feel like it's one of those games that I didn't necessarily love, but I still think about
0: it. Ah. A lot like
1: it's it's it just something about it managed to implant itself into my brain and it just kind of stayed there and I think the things that really work well for Gravity Rush are if you've never seen or played the game uh, it is available for PS4 I think both Gravity Rush 1 and 2 are available for PS4 now. The remastered Gravity Rush, the first game, is also on PS4. Um, You don't have to get physical copies. Virtual ones are available. Physical copies are considered sort of collector's items, so they're very expensive. So just get the digital copy. It's perfectly fine. But originally, it was a PS Vita game. Oh. Yeah, did you not know that? I
0: did not know that. So
1: Gravity Rush, the first game, was originally a 2012 launch for the PS Vita. And it was one of the better lauded games for the Vita because it made use of of the gyroscopic controls mm. because the whole point of gravity rush is you play as this character cat and cat is what's called a shifter in the uh universe that she lives in which their town is called hexville yeah. but it's spelled stupidly with like a bunch of k's and s's and it's like you could have just gone h-e-x <laughs> <laughs> but it's called hexville and she's considered a shifter basically a person that has this ability to activate a kind of short range gravitational field around her body. Mm. So within a space of like maybe a meter, like maybe maybe three feet, just kind of a sphere around her, she can activate these gravitational powers and she basically just loses gravity. And anything near enough to her... Also loses its gravity. Oh, interesting. So like if you activate it and you're around other civilians, they're like, oh, shit. We're flying. <laughs> yeah. You can leave them in the dust, obviously, but you could potentially drag them along with you oh, for no. a while. <laughs> and it's like, I'm
0: sorry. And I assume that if you're like way high up and you let them go, they, oh, yeah, they die. die. they splat.
1: Yeah, they'll oh no. splat. Well, you never see them splat, but you assume. You hear their screams. Yeah, yeah, you assume they're dead. It's yeah. like, well, I can survive this, but they can't. <laughs> so Kat is a shifter in this mysterious place called Hexville. And kind of one of the big reasons that I wanted to talk about Gravity Rush is that it has such an interesting concept and setting Mm -hmm. it's one of those games where the setting really kind of makes the experience because Hexville and the surrounding towns and other areas around it are all sort of in this world that is definitely it's not modeled on earth it's not modeled after our world it's kind of like a spatial world tree almost i think in the game they might call it the pillar okay is like the representation of everyone that exists in this world the world of surrounding hexville lives on this thing called the pillar and it's basically just this seemingly infinite vertical ascent Mm -hmm. of like a pillar shaped thing that has a bunch of people and towns on it and nothing else like if you look out from hexville There ain't nothing out there. Oh, interesting. There's no ocean. There's no floor. There is no ceiling. They're just floating in empty space, except for all of the evil, evil creatures that come from the space and want to kill them so there are these things called the Nevi. I think uh, I'm pretty sure they're called the Nevi. Mm -hmm. if I'm wrong about that my bad Uh, they're these just sort of amorphous blobular gross space creatures they remind me a lot of the twilight the twilight people from twilight princess oh I don't know who those are either (laughs) other people might know but if you if you remember like the imp people from twilight princess uh, they the Nevi kind of look like them but worse they're obviously much more evil and they all have these big red like core orbs in them that are their hearts and that's yeah. what you kill to destroy them blah, blah blah so Kat, using her shifter powers her whole job is that she's lost her memory she's an amnesiac she has no idea how she got gravitational powers that's a mystery mm. so she's just kind of like well i guess i'll just start a new life then so she literally sets up shop in the sewers because she's like where can i live that's logical place free? <laughs> so she finds like a nice little spot in the sewers and then one of the side quests that you can periodically go on is bringing back cool furniture <laughs> like using your. you don't upgrade field. to a <laughs>
0: new place you just stay in the sewers
1: <laughs> you just bring back sweet furniture to her place every now and then oh. if you're exploring hexville she'll find something and be like oh that might be a nice addition to the room and it's like Yeah. Why not? So you just have to activate your gravitational field near the piece of furniture and then just drag it back with you, (laughs) which is very funny. So Kat's got these amazing powers, but she's kind of like low on the socioeconomic Rung, and people are very suspicious of her. They're like, oh, God, where did these powers come from? Because someone's don't, dragging yeah, we don't furniture, really like floating
0: furniture down into yeah. the sewers. It initially, would raise suspicions. It would
1: be pretty, it would raise suspicions. So initially, the people of Hexville are very sus about Kat. They don't like her at all. But you do gradually earn their trust by helping them. Because Kat, as she's trying to find her place in this world, she's like, well, I got sweet powers. I guess I'll just help people with random tasks. And really, those tasks are random. They are. It can be stuff like, hey, I got a letter. Can you go deliver this to my friend? And you Throw like, it into sure. my gravity throw, bubble. Throw it into my gravity bubble. Literally, you're like, <laughs> yeah, toss it in, buddy. <laughs> and then you're off. <laughs> so speaking of the gravity bubble and sort of the mechanics of the game, another thing that makes it very memorable is the uh, higgledy-piggledy <laughs> way. <laughs> higgledy-piggledy? I was trying to find the best word for it, and I was like, I really think that's the one. Is the, is the helter-skelter, higgledy-piggledy way that you just kind of flail around gravitationally. I was going to ask, do you
0: do you have oh, any control while you're in this? It is
1: very silly. Yeah. So basically, and it's so funny because Cat's body just kind of like ragdolls <laughs> around to an extent. Like you can gain some control. But if you very suddenly shift direction because mm-hmm. you have full 360 spherical degree of motion so the minute you kind of set off gravitationally and this is true for the playstation version which is the only one i've played Mm -hmm. the gyroscopic still apply a lot of people forget but the ps controllers do actually have gyroscopic abilities so you basically activate your gravity and then you just kind of tilt your controller all around to dictate which direction Cat goes and she can go anywhere Mm -hmm. to an extent because your gravitational field does have a time limit on it basically Uh, like a meter that eventually runs out and you have to land to regain it sure so you can't just fly infinitely but you can slowly upgrade the meter through your you know various skill trees Mm -hmm. so you can gain the ability to stay in the air much longer but the point is when you activate gravity and pick a direction. Cat just kind of goes, and you're like, okay. <laughs> and we're off. <laughs> and we're off. And then you really just have to maneuver yourself around Hexville, which is a bustling city so you can smash right into crap. So you just have to manipulate her in the right ways to get her to somewhere instead of just skyrocketing off into space or down into space or <laughs> off to the left or cause you can go anywhere and hit nothing unless you're hitting Hexville. The other fun part about it is that if you are actually in Hexville proper or mm-hmm. like any of the surrounding towns, I'm saying Hexville, but there's more to it than just that. Sure. If you're in any of the physical towns, another way you can uh, manipulate gravity is you can actually land on walls and ceilings and stuff and walk on them Mm. because obviously you can manipulate gravity why wouldn't you be able to walk straight up a wall that's definitely something you can do so it brings just to light all of these really interesting exploration abilities which i think is where the game truly shines exploring hexville and using your very silly gravity powers to just do silly stuff there is a story under there and it's actually really I won't say it's interesting per se, because I'm not sure that that's the right word. It is Final Fantasy levels of batshit crazy.
0: <laughs> it's wild. It's a story. It
1: is crazy (laughs) it's very very unusual it does revolve around cat losing her powers and this other shifter named raven and raven hates your guts and you're Mm -hmm. like bitch i'm just trying to live in my sewer and collect furniture for my little sewer house you don't have to be fighting me but it's all about where do the nevi come from what's going on in hexville why is the why is the city the town literally being torn apart and into other realms by these mysterious gravity holes basically so there's. All kinds of crazy shit going on in the background, but you can easily just have a fun time, yeah, blasting around doing your own thing Mm -hmm. until eventually you run out of stuff to do and you have to engage with the story. (laughs) So I will say that the combat I always found very annoying. Mm -hmm. I did not love fighting the Nevi. It was so, it just didn't feel intuitive. Yeah, because basically you just have to gravity yourself far enough away from them to Gravity back at them at full speed and just using sheer momentum and force blast them to smithereens. Oh, you can't actually fight. Damn. That's not true. You've got like punches and kicks, but they're very weak. You
0: got to use the gravity. The real powers thing for the is real to punch. use your gravity
1: powers. Yeah, so I hated that part. Didn't love the combat. If it had been purely an explorational game, I would have loved it. It. Yeah. it. So I think that's probably why I never moved on to Gravity Rush 2, which is probably a shame because I heard they made a lot of improvements. Mm. So And I also just heard in general that the fans of the series loved Gravity Rush 2. So apparently it was a very worthy successor. But yeah, I just wanted to talk a bit about Gravity Rush, a batshit crazy game <laughs> that did some <laughs> wild shit with its concepts, yeah. the likes of which I really haven't seen before or since, except for Mario Galaxy. I, k- I kind of wish more games would do weird stuff like that. It's yeah. really the reason that I wanted to talk about it. It's got a weird mechanic. Don't see much of that. I would like to see more weird experimentation like that in games.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Well, my G game is one... Uh, yeah, Is I compl- it now God of War? It, it's not God of War. Wait, no, can I guess not- another
1: one? Sure. Gears of War.
0: No. Shit.
1: Okay, that was my only other
0: <laughs> guess. <laughs> uh, no, I actually did completely space on God of War. But no, my pick for G, I did go with my gut on it. It was like the first one when I thought of G, I immediately thought of this game. And it's Grease from Nomada Studio. Of
1: course. I thought about that one too. But honestly, the reason... That's the other one I was going to say. I wondered if it was the reason I didn't pick it is because I was like, I bet Jared's going to talk about Greece, so I didn't want to an overlap.
0: Greece, yes. So uh, Greece is actually a very short game, very small, self-contained game uh, where you play as an unnamed woman who is going through the stages of grief. Uh, The word Greece is French for gray, I believe, because it's G R I S. Yes, and apologize. Greece, yeah. Apologize (laughs) if I'm butchering the pronunciation, but uh, and you basically th- you understand that you're just like traveling through these different areas, fighting through these different, I would say low level environmental puzzles. Like it's not a huge yeah. like thinker of a game. No, it's not. Uh, but the whole point is that you can tell that you're a singer or and and but you do no, you no longer have your voice. And so throughout this game, you're traveling through these different areas, performing these different small puzzles in this effort of trying to regain your voice back. Through the course of it, though, you realize that you've lost your voice because you're going through some form of grief. But you don't know if that's because you've lost someone, some sort of of personal trauma, something like that. And so through the themes of the game, it's one of those that it's somewhat hard to explain because you have to really... um, under you have to like really experience it and how it like through the, it's the art form of it and how it's designed and the art design of it. It's really, it really is something to behold and it is a very quick game. So I would recommend that people do this because as you kind of like go through these areas, they're kind of bland, but like have a specific overall tone to them, like a red area, a green area and stuff like that. But as you progress and go through the different areas, you slowly transform it and it becomes these beautiful, lush landscapes filled with ornate, architecture and design and it's just truly a very visually engrossing game
1: it it truly does look like a moving watercolor painting yes and it's just done the colors are done so well with keeping true to that appearing like the true medium of watercolor Mm -hmm. it is such a visual game yes more so than i think most other games that I've ever played, if you're not appreciating the art of Greece, you're not playing it correctly. Right. That's really kind of the point. That's no, the point. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: But another part of it that backs up the visuals of this game and what makes them so great is that the game's outstanding soundtrack oh, by Berlinist. Oh, yeah. And that soundtrack has some incredible emotional tones that paired with the visuals of this game is just. An emotional gut punch, really, or at least it was for me when I played it. Because right when I played this, this was right after we'd suffered a loss in my family and everything like that. When my niece had passed away from uh, from cancer, and so like playing that right after having gone through that did have a very like heavy emotional resonance I with can't it. Imagine. <laughs> and so I was kind of like got into it and understand it and was like seeing what I was playing I was like is this best for me right now? <laughs> but you know sometimes But like sometimes it's healing and I yeah. really do think that Greece was one of those games for me. And so um it that definitely like it has that emotional resonance within me and everything whenever I listen to the soundtrack and kind of like remember the emotion and everything cuz the end of the game not trying to spoil or give anything away but it has a wonderful climax when it it reaches its when it reaches its conclusion. Yeah. And so I just think it's a, a beautiful game through and through. So I just had to give G to Greece.
1: And quick note on the artist and creative lead for Greece. It's Conrad Rosett. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does actually have an Instagram, so you can go look at that if you want to. He, You can tell by basically all of the other works that he's um, put on his social media channels that watercolor is his preferred medium and his art is beautiful. So Congration Berlinist and Congration Conrad Rosett for making one of the most memorable and visually beautiful games, I really—I was thinking this yeah. just the other day that I was like, it's been long enough that I should just do another grease playthrough.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, because I—I want to say like, what was it? Six hours? Oh, maybe? it was maybe four to six. six hours. Like, it was yeah. a pretty quick. Like, play-through, it's that but-
1: perfect two-day weekend game. Yeah. You can just blast right through it. Well, you don't really... You shouldn't blast right through it. You should take your time and appreciate it and experience yes, that definitely. world for the short time that you have with
0: it. Right. I would say, honestly, like, you know how people hold Journey in very high regard as being, like, a oh, very Greece's. heavy emotional game and stuff like that? Yeah. I, admittedly, have not yet played Journey. I need to. But you're right. But Greece for that is that level is. for me yeah. of how so, other people talk about
1: absolutely. it. Absolutely. And if you're the kind of person that enjoyed Journey or other games like it and you haven't somehow played Greece? please do yeah you will
0: love it yeah it's great it's amazing it's amazing but what is your letter h though it's
1: very obvious oh yeah
0: okay well you want to know what my letter h is is it hollow night oh no Uh-oh. different h and <laughs> 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 continue on is yours horizon for uh, Zero for Dawn, Zero the first Dawn. one. Zero yeah. Dawn, okay, no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Horizon for Midwest, and I was like, oh yeah, duh, it's obvious, because she's playing it right now and can't <laughs> no, get enough. No, I'm sorry. But no, yet. Hollow that, Knight makes way Given more sense. the
1: <laughs> current time of recording, I can understand the confusion.
0: No. It, I was it, like, oh great, we can just double team this one real quick.
1: I know that earlier I said that it doesn't necessarily have to be the best game in that letter category or a game that you love, but in this right, case, it right. has to be Hollow Knight. It does, Knight. it does. Hollow Knight is still firmly in the one to three top games of all time that I've ever played. Yeah. And it kind of still occupies space number one. So obviously I haven't redone my list in a while, but we should, we should, uh, but there's not much yeah. that can displace hollow Knight. Uh, so I just, I'm not going to go too much into it because we do have a full review episode of hollow Knight That is easily
0: over an hour. long. Yeah. I want to say that's like one yeah. of our, like hour 30. Ones. Oh,
1: it's quite long. So if you haven't heard my full thoughts on the game, you can go watch that episode. Um, But just to kind of briefly summarize what it is, it's a uh, Metroidvania game. So it is a 2D platformer with lots of, what's the term that I really like using now? Um... Platforming exploration, or something like that. I think so. The the point is, it's a mix of combat and exploration. Right. Because even though it's a two D world, very similar to the Metroid games, like Metroid Dread and Metroid: Samus Returns, Mm -hmm. and the older Metroid games, and Castlevania, those are all obviously where the name comes from. It encompasses a gigantic map, and exploring that map to the fullest is one of the biggest appeals of the game. Followed by exceptional exceptional combat and controls i still have played very few games that feel as good to play as hollow knight mm-hmm. and as rewarding because even though i'm not the kind of person that is i'm not the souls bornest, right i don't enjoy a challenge just for pain but when it comes to hollow knight i did beat the path of pain and it hurt yeah <laughs> My you were soul. struggling through it for struggling. a while oh it was a bad time that's
0: did you beat it
1: on our extra Life stream, I did. I okay. Beat I couldn't on remember our extra if it was like life right then or that's when yeah. like you were really
0: struggle busting I through. I think
1: the clip might actually still be on our channel. I have to find it. So, I know I still probably have a was, recording somewhere I think too. I have point to go back it and find it. was at least midnight, maybe one. Or I want 2 to say it was two a.m. It was pretty. It, it was, was the like the li- the yep. wee hours of the morning, and you had just gone to bed because we were going to trade out, so yep. you were going to go take a nap, and I was going to continue playing Hollow Knight. And I had been on the path of pain for maybe two two to three hours yeah. at least and it just was not I mean it was making progress and I had gotten to the point where I had died the attempt before so there was a point a little bit before that where I had um tried it and gotten really really far but didn't know how far I had right, gotten right. because I was like oh well I don't I don't know where it ends I'm playing this game not really with that many spoilers so who knows? I may have right. only made it a fourth of the way there. No, I had made it nine tenths of the way there That's and then nice. died right at the very end. That's frustrating, then,
0: but at least it like you kind of like yeah. that achievement, at least you're like, it's over. That's the thing. Not, God. not
1: only that it was over, but that I redeemed myself. Yeah. And that for me, it, it's just that rare example of actual mechanical achievement mm-hmm. that I very rarely pursue. Yeah. So it really did feel like such an accomplishment, and I still feel very proud of myself for it. I'll probably never do it again my poor thumbs can't handle <laughs> it but the gist is that hollow Knight has one of the most beautiful art styles mm-hmm. even though it's it's all bugs right so it's all kind of this uh fantastical bug world so everything is meant to be on this very small scale against a world that is just full of horrendous dangers the story of hollow Knight is fascinating mm-hmm. it's one of those games where if you're kind of a deep lore lover you're gonna love hollow knight so the combat absolutely rules the soundtrack is still it's very good one of the best i've ever heard uh, christopher larkin uh the game is developed by team cherry just a couple of random australians that were like should we make the best game ever made yeah yeah, I think Let's we'll do, do it. it. Let's do it. Uh, they're currently working on Hollow Knight 2, air quotes, which is not the real title. It's called um, Silk Song, which is going to follow one of the other characters from Hollow Knight and kind of her journey, which very excited about that. So I just wanted to briefly talk about Hollow Knight. Most people already know how I feel about this game and most people right. know about it. But for the love of God, if you haven't played it or maybe you gave up, Jarrett, <laughs> I did. I did give up. It's, it's okay. It's, it's, it's I understand. It's a tough one. It's a it tough is one. Tough. It's not harder than Blasphemous, though. And you beat Blasphemous. But do you know how
0: much of my soul died trying to beat Blasphemous?
1: But you won't lose that much (laughs) playing Hollow Knight. So another really interesting thing about Hollow Knight is how much of its content is actually optional. Mm. There are big stretches of Hollow Knight that you don't have to engage with at all. Yeah. It's one of those games where you can really kind of create your own experience. You could go straight to the final boss to an extent. You have to do a couple of things to get there. Sure. But you could basically just go straight to the final boss and leave huge stretches of the map totally unexplored. Oh. So it's got a lot of very, it's, it's almost an open world. It's obviously not. It's a very contained world to an extent, but it feels so open and vast that exploring it is just incredibly rewarding, even when it's frustrating at times. It's just the, Best game ever. Nice. You should play it. Hollow Knight, ten out of ten. Can't wait for Silk Song. Very
0: nice. And now, correct me if I am wrong. Silk Song started off originally as just going to be like a DLC, and then they were like, you know what? Never mind. We're correct. making this a full game.
1: Yeah, and okay. that was a while ago. Yeah, been,
0: it, they've been working on it for a bit. But
1: I, I have that same attitude with games like Breath of the Wild too, mm-hmm. where it's like, I'll wait. Take your time. You take your time. I will happily wait for perfection. So you just you do whatever. You, it's it's two people in Australia. <laughs>
0: they, they, I bet, I bet they yeah. might have a few more people now. I'm sure they do. <laughs> yeah, they probably have a smaller team now, but it's
1: you can tell that the game has so much love and heart put into it, yeah. and that the people making it felt very passionate about their vision. Nice. It's such a good game. Uh, everyone should play it, except for maybe people that don't like fighting and dying because because it <laughs> is hard. There's a lot it of that. It is difficult. Don't get me wrong, but it's, it's the kind of difficult that I personally feel is worth it. Mm-hmm. It felt worth it to me. It doesn't feel unfair. Yeah. A lot of other games, the combat, you're like, really? Why did I die there? In Hollow Knight, it's like... I get it. (laughs) I I know exactly (laughs) why I died. Yeah. I I fell right into the spikes. (laughs) I do understand. So yeah, those are my thoughts on hollow Knight. My very abbreviated thoughts. Go watch the full episode. If you want more.
0: Awesome. In that same vein, uh, my age game is one that I've also talked a lot about, and we are still kind of talking about since we every are playing day. through the sequel every day. <laughs> Talk, wait, uh,
1: we can't get her out here.
0: Oh, she's not, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, little okay. one.
0: Aloy. Aloy. Aloy, I don't know, Aloe Vera? Yeah,
1: this is Aloe Vera, this is Aloe Vera. <laughs> <laughs> our best friend. Well, there
0: she is. She's going to sit there yeah, for the rest you of this. There um, So no, same way, there is a whole episode reviewing Horizon Zero Dawn that you can go listen to. But, and since we've talked so much with Horizon Forbidden West, I'm not really going to take a lot of time into it. Other You just suggest it. <laughs> state the fact that yes horizon zero dawn is a fantastic game and currently sits i believe at my number two in top 10 games yeah of
1: all time. i remember that
0: and so it's just i think it's a perfect example of a of a new world and new IP being fully fleshed this out. My really God, that sorry was close! About
1: that. <laughs> 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 what was that a coffee noodle?s uh, but... And it's still very cold. That
0: would have <laughs> and it would all gone it would have gone right on me. You. It Would have scalded me. Just... Well, it's actually it's not. Oh, even... thank God! It's, it's <laughs> quite cold now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think just Horizon Zero Dawn is the perfect example of a new IP that really does it right with setting up a new world, a new lore, and just. Not only just a new world, but, like, everything about it is done to such perfect detail with the enemies that you're going to fight, both human and machine, uh, the various companions and other, fr- like, tribes and peoples that you meet in your journeys. The look of the world of itself with, like, this obviously overrun natural look to these ruins of our current f- or, like, even future. So it's, like, this just, you know... Post-apocalyptic, but yet still incredibly beautiful because it's like thousand years after yeah, the apocalypse. And, and, and so I really it's do. just like this it's this credible, incredible blend of like Stone Age and Future. And it's just done so well. Not to mention the incredible lead character of Aloy, the incredible performance for Aloy done by Ashley Birch. It's my computer making oh, some God. notification. It agrees that Ashley Birch did an incredible yeah. job.
1: <laughs> we got a little, a little cheer from the crowd. Yeah. And
0: so I just think like what you're saying about Hollow Knight, I think Horizon does just it ticks every box for me, and it's just an incredible incredible game and experience
1: having, I obviously I didn't play horizon zero dawn, but having now experienced the world building of horizon as a, as its own universe mm. could not agree more. Right. I feel like, so this is the kind of game where you can go around and find just like little data logs and bits of lore from the before time. Mm-hmm. And those are the kinds of things that I live
0: for. Yes. Yes. It's
1: kind of like the same level of, I wanted to find everything in control mm-hmm. because every little piece did such a good job of feeling intentional and that it actually added something to the world, to sure. the world building. I can't imagine what it would have been like to be on the writing team for these games. What a Herculean task. Right? That's so, that's the stuff oh my about, God. like, I,
0: I know I don't understand at all, like no. the, the, the like programming aspect oh to creating God. and designing and the oh. art side of it all. I, I, I don't understand. My hat is off to you. Jeez. But in the same way, as my like admiration for people who can do that same thing for the writers who are like making up all this stuff in the story team because good God, like how do you connect all those dots, create all of these things? I think I saw a tweet from one of the uh, designers on horizon forbidden West. I don't know if they were involved with zero dawn, Uh, but saying that like the creative process for making a machine can take like a few months to years for like just doing one of the machines and like, like, I think like three like months to like uh, yeah stuff. to oh like a god. year or so or, or something. Well, to, to put really... it together and finesse it to what eventually makes it into the game, and I'm just like, good, good god, <laughs> good god, because the the designs of all these oh, machines are awesome. so good.
1: They're so but, cool, but not
0: even just the machines themselves, but even like I said, the people and the tribes you interact with, giving them their each own unique feel with their own like costumes and culture that you can instantly feel just from talking to even some of the NPCs your companions that travel along with you. And it's just, it's just so lush and vibrant. And you're just like, my God, like it, it just sucks you in and you can't let go. I platinum that game because I just like, and I eventually, that's when I was like, okay, I have to stop. I played the DLC. I can't tell you how many games that I love the main story and I don't go onto the DLC, but like this one I did and I played through the frozen wilds and a fantastic addition. So now here I sit with Horizon Forbidden West and I just couldn't be happier.
1: I do wonder, I mean, we haven't really talked about this since neither of us have finished the game yet.
0: Sure. Do you think there's going to be DLC for Forbidden West? I would say like at least one little like side I, story like what they did with yeah. Frozen Wilds for Zero Dawn.
1: If it's not a dating sim,
0: I'll sue. <laughs> <laughs> I'll,
1: I will sue
0: them. Horizon <laughs> <Let> Forbidden <laughs> Smasher me Pass.
1: date Hikaru. <laughs> Let me do it.
0: Oh man, so yeah. That or like, it has
1: to be like not Monster Hunter, Monster Rancher. I want to be able to go <laughs> capture a bunch of creatures because I just I want a little burrower farm.
0: Oh, aren't I those so cute? I still think, feel bad killing them. Th-
1: I I do too because I think something you you were talking about how the process of making the animations for for the monsters, something about the burrower animation is so cute. Yeah. Where they like what, jump up, do yeah, a little twist, like, and like yeah. dive into the earth. They are so cute. Every time I come across them, I'm like, my little friends.
0: I just wanted to pet you. I, I, I did make it you. where I could override them now. So I yeah, could at least can like, like have them, them as a buddy for a little bit.
1: Yeah, gosh. They're so cute. I love them to death. And even like now that I've gotten to the point where I've discovered most of the monsters in this game, not all of them, but yeah. I've encountered most of them, I'm like, bro, we're still 10 out of 10. They're a great. Stupid monster. little monster, not very machine. strong, but so cute. So cute. Such a good design. So yeah, I can agree with your statement heartily. I mean,
0: it's the same thing, like what you were saying with Hall Knight. We could sit here and just rave on it for forever. We're, we've already done that a ton, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it now so that we can get into yeah. Mogan's letter I.
1: So I actually, I, I had grand designs to come to the table with a new game mm-hmm. that neither of us have ever played before. I bought and intended to play. Oh, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. This is the one. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But this is the one that we were like trying to guess in the oh, Discord yeah, in what yeah, your okay. letter I was. Okay,
1: you can go ahead and guess the real one because I, I think you might know
0: it. Okay, 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 okay. Is it? This is this is for people who don't know. We had like this huge like conversation. Oh, I think in the in the, in the Rogues Gallery, our yeah. like patron one. But like we were people trying to guess what your eye. Because and I was like, I bet I know.
1: I think Bro Mogan and or you are the ones who were like, I think I know what it is. So okay. I, I you probably do.
0: Is it Indivisible? It
1: is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah! Good job! It. Got it! <laughs> Got him! I am going to talk about Indivisible, but I wanted to throw a wrench into those plans because, yes, when that conversation was going on, I had already decided to do Indivisible. Sure. But then I remembered that Just Mike Plays, good old Father Mike, friend mm-hmm. of the show, triple XP podcast. Yep, check him out. He, I think, recommended to me a long time ago uh, an RPG called, like a JRPG kind of yeah. styled game, a game called Ickenfell. I-K-E-N-F-E-L-L.
0: I've never heard of this. It's on
1: Steam. I bought it on Steam. Okay. I had the, the best intentions to play it, and then Horizon came out. So... That didn't happen. It happens, you know? (laughs) it didn't happen. It just happens. Sometimes it's got to take a back seat. Sometimes you just get got. So I wanted so badly to talk about Ikenfell or Ikenfell. I don't Mm. know how other people say it. Uh, Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Stay tuned for that (laughs) nebulous review at some point in the future. After 300 hours into Horizon. After 300 hours into Horizon. And I still have to play Death's Door, which you got for me.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Come on. I
1: know. And we still have Life is Strange True Colors. I know. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> the pressure, yeah. and now
0: I have to play the Star Wars uh, oh, Lego, God. the Lego Star Wars uh, Skywalker. We at least I feel
1: like that's a short game. That's got to be. Oh true. no! Oh, it's is not? it not? Because oh. it's
0: you play through a story for all uh, for all nine of the main story movies of Star Wars, and apparently they are like each planet that you can go to in these. There's a ton of exploration because like oh, each planet's no. open world and stuff like that. Oh like, no! Like boo-coos of figures that you can play as and stuff like that. Oh, it's a plane. I, I couldn't tell if that was birdie. <laughs> I know.
1: I thought it was one of the dogs growling, which I've never heard before. No, so I was like, like oh we're God, about to
0: get got. But no, it's just a plane. Uh, but no, like, there's a lot to that game. It's not going to be a short one, and it's not going to be a Dunk. quick one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you be mad if I, I be just like, dunked it? I'd be like,
0: why, more than anything? <laughs> it's just
1: plastic. It'll just wash right off.
0: <laughs> but no, yeah, there's a lot to that game. So, like, but the, the pull to play it is there. I'm surprised. But I have not succumbed yet.
1: Well, you already met my husbando, so if you want to take a I'm quick free break, now. I
0: understand. Okay, Wait,
1: oh, we <laughs> actually did. Quick aside, we didn't talk about the other guy, Catalo. Uh,
0: oh, I don't think I met Catalo yet.
1: Oh, really? Oh, okay. You might not be there yet. All right. You have okay. actually met him before, very briefly. He was at the, um, the embassy thing. The embassy. Yeah. He was one of the people at Does the Does he have embassy. like one arm or something? Yes. Okay. I did see him. Yes. Okay. So you uh, have I haven't met like him super before.
0: interacted him with him yet.
1: That's fine. So, anyways, the point is I think in the Discord, I put that screenshot of all the ships that were Aloy approved by Google, and Hakara wasn't one of them. Katalo's the first one that comes up. Oh. These c- Katalo stands <laughs> need to get out. You are ruining my good time. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that's it (laughs) Alright, so uh, Indivisible, yes, Yes, I was actually talking about something God, okay So I did want to talk about Indivisible Mainly because I was one of the letters that I struggled with the most
0: I was questioning it, but then I found a, a solid gem
1: I could not think of anything Until I went and reminded myself about my Switch library And I was like, oh yeah Yeah, Indivisible. I love that game. So for anybody that doesn't remember me talking about it before, I think I did do a a review a while
0: ago. Not too long ago, like maybe like 10, 15-ish episodes ago.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we've talked about Indivisible before, but the gist is it is a beautifully animated 2D side-scroller. I will not call it a Metroidvania because that's really not what it is. Mm -hmm. It's almost a blend of an RPG and a beat-em-up. It's oh. kind of like a weird fighting game. Okay. It's like if you smashed the turn-based combat of a JP of a JRPG together with a fighting game and made it to where things like combos and floats and carries matter. Okay. So the idea is that you play as main character Ajna. And if we ever do another installment of like best female characters or or best protagonists or anything like that, if we ever do another one of those, Ajna's going on that list. Because in many cases, for many many games, I don't like the protagonist. Especially with JRPGs. It's very common that whoever the designated protag of the JRPG is, that person usually sucks. Mm -hmm. I don't like Titus from Final Fantasy X. Squall Leonhardt fucking blows (laughs) from Final Fantasy eight, he's the worst. Really, even Dart from the Legend of Dragoon, yeah. he's the weakest character <laughs> in, in terms of personality. Because you're, you're like supposed that, to imprint yourself yeah, on them, exactly. Him, you know? But like, who so wants to take the time to bla- do that? In Squall's case, he did have a personality, but it was a big emo sad sack boy. So you're like, oh god, he's awful. <laughs> so in many cases, I cannot stand the leads of RPGs and turn based JRPGs. But in Ajna's case, she rules. Nice. She has so much personality she's a feisty little gal and she's like i want to punch and i'm like yeah you go for it punch (laughs) him kick him so the the gist is that she comes from a a tribe or a clan way out in the boonies and her father has been teaching her basically like super cool martial arts her entire life but he's very distant and cold Mm -hmm. and she's like wow my dad kind of fucking sucks And then one day her village gets attacked by these unknown invaders. They totally kill her dad. It's at the beginning. Not a spoiler. Doesn't count. They totally kill her dad and she's like I'll avenge you father. What
0: a trope. Like can we move past this? But
1: there's so much about herself (laughs) that she doesn't know because her mother died I think either in childbirth or when she was a baby. So she's never really known much about her mother because her father won't really talk about her. All she knows is that she's got this inherited axe from her mother. And it's not like a cool axe. It's a regular fireman like t- standard axe. Yeah. So her main weapon is a big ass axe and you're like hell yes <laughs> punch kick axe to the face. Nice. I love everything good about combo. This. But Ashna discovers in the process of her village getting annihilated that she has this unusual ability to absorb other people into her mind palace if you will okay because she like the kind of culture that she comes from she like meditation and mental fortitude are big parts of her way of fighting sure so through the process of meditation she can just kind of like she just kind of absorbs people into herself kirby style kirby style but they don't disappear they're in her head and they're like what the fuck let me out. That's
0: somewhat terrible.
1: <laughs> the fr- yeah, it really- so the very first person, oh, I think his name is maybe like Dek or Decca uh-huh. oh what is his name? I love him. He's the worst, but I love him. <laughs> he, he's my problematic favorite boy. I don't remember what his name is, but he rules. He's the commander of the force that destroys her village. oh he's in the process of killing ajna and then she absorbs him So this of uh, this enemy commando is in her head and he's like, let me out. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm going to start poking things in here.
1: And she's like, I don't want you in here any more than you do. So she's like trying to get him out. But because her powers are kind of new, she doesn't really know how to control them. So she just goes around the world absorbing people into her brain. And I think eventually she does sort of gain more of an ability to be like, hey, you want in here? It's a party in here at this point. People are like, Sure, I'll like join how, you.
0: I like how two of your selections for this uh, uh, for this episode have involved sucking people into like yourself or an orb around you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sensing a pattern. Yeah, here. <laughs> I've
1: got weird patterns. Uh, but anyway, so Ajna can just sort of absorb people into herself, and then in combat she can deploy them back out to fight alongside her. And okay. this is where the combo system comes into play and the really unusual style of turn-based combat. Because uh, essentially each character has a suite of special moves that they can do. And the idea, and I never really mastered this, but mm-hmm. I I, I understood what the game was trying to get from me. I just wasn't good at it, but not to the extent that it was unplayable. I just was never able. It's like devil may cry. Yeah. I will never be as good as the people that can put together those wild combos. That's not in the cards for me. So I get it. (laughs) Can't get to that level, but it's still fun. So the idea is that you use uh, each of your characters' special moves, their ultimate abilities, and their basic moves to chain together these massive combos Mm -hmm. on the enemies before they can get you. You need to be able to defend at the right times. You have to be able to parry, actually. You can parry attacks, and if you do, it gives you a big boost to your meditation power basically your ultimate it gives you a big boost to your ultimate charge Uh, and it's just such an unusual and unique combat style that I really I don't think I can think of another game that's done it quite the same nice and on top of that, the art style is
0: beautiful. I remember when you talked about it the first time when oh, like we looked at some yeah. pictures and stuff, it's it is is great. It's
1: such a visually pleasing game. Not in the same way that a game like Greece is. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't call it a masterpiece. Greece is a visual masterpiece. Mm-hmm. That is literal Agreed. art. I'm not sure that Indivisible counts as art mm-hmm. on the same level that Greece does, but it's still so well designed beautifully animated everything looks so fun and sleek and cool and the world is really fun to explore uh, i actually realized kind of maybe at like the midway point that i had acquired i i didn't un, i didn't know this at the time but that i had acquired characters that were completely optional yeah. just because i chose to go to places where they were and then i this sh- They got absorbed. I Kirby'd them. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize these people were optional. I kind of thought that they were on the set story path. Mm -hmm. Not true. It is one of those games that actually has more openness to it than you initially think it will. It's also got a crazy ass story not in the way the gravity rushes almost makes no sense yeah the story of indivisible makes sense it almost feels like playing an anime and Studio Trigger actually did the opening animation for the game which is why it
0: looks so very nice and good. very nice looks so
1: good That's pretty cool yeah it's, it's pretty awesome So uh, indivisible a wild ass game if you are a fan of RPG turn-based RPGs and fighting games, mm-hmm give it a try. You might be blown away by it and maybe if you're good at combos, you will get more out of it than I did. And that's saying that I got a lot out of it. It's a fun system. But maybe you'll be amazing at it and you can send me clips of your gameplay and I'll be like, well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't, show me, hey, like don't show me up like this don't show me up like you
1: come into my house <laughs> Do you dare hey, you to dare. be better at indivisible than
0: me the gall
1: yeah indivisible rules and if you haven't played it and it sounds interesting go for it by this point it's got to be on sale somewhere or find it used it's a pretty niche game though i'm actually uh now that i think I mean, about it's it, got to be digitally available. i think it was anywhere, kickstarted right? I'm pretty sure that this was a Kickstarter-funded game. So it did eventually get a physical release, though. I have the physical release. I think it's available on most consoles by now. I have it on Switch, and it plays fine. It's not like Cozy Grove. It actually plays well. I'm pretty sure it's on PlayStation. May or may not be on Xbox. Okay. And I believe it's also available for PC. So you can find it all kinds of places. Go for it. It's such a fun, cool game. Very weird. Very interesting. Cool.
0: Well, while you're bringing Indivisible... To the to the list for this one, I am bringing a game that uh, is one. I've only played this first entry of the game. I really did enjoy it, and I realized in doing this and looking for an eye game, I don't think I've ever talked about this game on the show. Really? Yes, I think it's a first timer.
1: Do I know that you've played it?
0: Doubtful. I Ooh. think that's what that's how little I've talked about it.
1: Wow! But I
0: was kind of like going same thing. I was like, I don't really know of an eye game. Going through the list, I saw it and was like, oh, duh! Of course, this game was super fun back when <gasps> I played it. It's Infamous, from Sucker Punch Studios, who later have done *Ghost of Tsushima*. Infamous. Infamous, yes. Huh. So I'm basically, not even the story sure is you is. play as Cole McGrath, and you survive an explosion from some like mysterious device in this alternate world. Uh, you're living in Empire City, but it's a knockoff of uh, New York City, and so it kind of has this like almost like a kind of like a comic book superhero kind of feel to it. In the game and what it Wait, is.
1: Real quick, okay. I just have to say the Wikipedia page has already caught me by surprise. It's the right one because it mentions protagonist Cole McGrath, comma, a bike
0: messenger. And <laughs> it's like, what bike messenger? What? Yeah, he like is supposed to deliver this package, opens it, That's some device incredible. explodes. And after this explosion into surviving it, he is then. Uh, Imbued with these electrical abilities,
1: (gasps) he becomes Static Shock from famed cartoon that no one remembers. Static Shock,
0: (laughs) of course. So, like, he's able to use these to later in the game. Like, he can like levitate and float and like blast up buildings and stuff. He can use them in fights and everything. Does he
1: make a pew pew sound when he does? No, it's more of like a a because he's like
0: punching people or shooting lightning bolts and stuff like that. But anyway, (laughs) uh, the whole point of this is like this. The city has gone through some kind of like epidemic that has like really been ravaging the city in the area, and these various like gangs and groups are vying for control. So it's and kind of so like you, a state of
1: anarchy, sort of like a, a the sense, government yeah. control has collapsed. Yeah,
0: okay. and so it is really in this this state of anarchy and like these various groups vying for control, and you kind of like emerge as this like unifying force who can either protect. The city from these groups, or even fall in line with them, because there is a good bad karma oh, system in this I game. I
1: love a good good it's, bad it, karma. It's system.
0: really good in this game because it's particular. Like if you accidentally kill a civilian in this, like because oh, it's an open world third person game, um, that sways the balance. It, it sways the balance. Ooh, I love that. So, and there are obviously like decisions you'll make through playing the story that will also sway that balance. And so I just, I honestly, it's one of those things I have not thought about Infamous in so long, but I saw the name. Like and I was like, I need to do some refresher on it, and read it. And I was like, Oh man, I forgot how fun this game That's was.
1: That's exactly why we're doing this topic. Exactly to find and remember these kinds of games. It's like, oh yeah,
0: and it actually spawned two sequels. And like, a, uh, there's Infamous Two and Infamous Second Son, oh. and then Second Infamous Second Son, which was a PS4 launch game. I want to oh, say, oh okay, uh, has like an, an expansion slash standalone game, Infamous First Light. And there's one for Infamous 2 that's called Infamous... Second Light? No, it's like Festival of the Night or something like that. Oh. And it's like vampire themed.
1: Whoa, yeah. cool. Everybody so, likes vampires.
0: So there's a lot of like, uh, you know, a, a big like world set up to this game too. That I, And I've only played the first game.
1: Was that the um, epidemic? Vampires?
0: No, it oh. wasn't. <laughs> I don't think. I don't remember what the epidemic was, but no, I don't. I'm pretty sure it wasn't vampires. Okay. You're vampires, fighting vampires with these electrical abilities. But uh, I remember this premise. game like had a super fun like movement because it's very parkour a la Ooh. like the, um you know, the Assassin's Creed. But honestly, probably similar, more in style to like um, a Superman game. Uh, not Superman, a Spider-Man game oh. with how you can like go up the sides of buildings, use your electrical abilities to launch yourself from building to building and all this stuff. But what's, Cool is that your electrical abilities over time will drain. You have a meter oh, okay. that drains them, and so you have to replenish it by finding some sort of electrical outlet, like not like a plug-in outlet, but like a streetlight, a neon okay. sign, a, a car, some and even can later steal on, the energy uh, people. <laughs> so, oh God! And you can drain them oh, and refill your electrical abilities. Whoa! And so, like, obviously, you can use that for the good or bad karma path, however you see fit. Uh, I would but be, so, just be
1: shooping civilians all over the place.
0: Yeah. Just, just slurp like, I mean, it right out of him. I played it, obviously, a good way because I'm, it's impossible for me to play as a bad guy like that. But, um, what a coward. I know. I really am. <laughs> but still, I just remember, like, using these and these super cool because you could obviously, like, do energized, like, punches, kicks, and stuff like that. And you could have a combos that you could pull off. But there were also, like, where you could shoot beams or, like, electrical bombs and different things like this. You could ride around on subways throughout the city and different things like that fight on top of them fight from them it was just this really fully fleshed out world that lets you explore it in really unique ways with these different electrical abilities and so i really enjoy that the story of it was pretty solid too as you're like obviously it can vary depending on your choices of like how the tone and overall feel of the game's going but i do remember that the ending of it really had a pretty uh unique twist that really? i thought was fun uh, and not it. expected at all From when i was going through Can you tell
1: me the twist? Cuz i'm never going to play in this game. That's yeah. true. Quick spoiler uh, <laughs> for the end of InFamous <laughs> the spoiler. first
0: game. Basically the bad guy that you're fighting uh Later, turns he's out he's your father. No, it's a future version of you who <gasps> comes back from an alternate timeline. Whoa! So there's like weird stuff like that in it too. And so you have. Can like you marry big, yourself? Well, it's this thing. It's like you either like join or fight them, depending on like I feel like depending on your your if you play your good alignment. or bad karma gotcha. and stuff like that. So it's a uh, it was really cool, really fun. I remember the combat more than anything really standing out. What's up, bird? Just wanted to boop her on her little nose. Uh, it's a very cute nose to boop. I don't blame you a bit. And so uh, I just remembered it being a really fun time to play through it and everything. Again, I don't know why I'd ever moved on to this other game since I did have a good time with the first one. What's funny though is I only actually played this game because I got it for free during the massive PlayStation Network outage in like 2011. Do you remember that at all? No. There was like a...
1: I don't think to, to be to be fair in 2011 I. Defo was not on PlayStation Network. Oh, okay. Like I didn't so have that was, ability.
0: I, had, I, I was on it with the PS3 and all that stuff at that point. But there was like a, I want to say it was like a two month period where PlayStation Network was just down. Really? It got like, it was like hacked or like uh, breached in some way. <gasps> oh and it was God. just down. So you for couldn't a play online? Time. You couldn't play online. Wow. So I remember I played, that's when I finally played through Resident Evil 5. <laughs> but, uh, um, <laughs> but so after they finally got it fixed, they're like, look, we're super sorry. Here's, Three games. You guys can pick one, and you get it for free. And so, like, I picked. What are the other choices? I don't. I want to say a little big planet. Oh. And.
1: Resident Maybe Evil Medal of Honor. Oh, I
0: want to say like boo. a Medal of Honor they like whichever like current Medal of Honor game. If I had I been
1: online at that time and those had been my three choices, I would have sued. And been or, like, maybe, boo. or maybe,
0: you know, it could have been a racing. It could have been like Gran Turismo or something yeah, like that. Well, but whatever. anyway, uh, so I picked up Infamous through that. And so it was super fun. And what so, a so, like, cool story. yeah. And I got and I played it after that. I was like, huh, well oh, worth it. Forgiven, t- Sony. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, quick honorable mention because we haven't really done honorable mentions yet. I forgot my honorable mention for the H's hit hitman the hitman oh. games. oh my god i've only played i was thinking some about Hades of, for the H. Oh, i've only played some of hitman 2 but good god what i played i loved i think what i've only played fun game i think i've only played
0: hitman absolution and same thing like oh, I, I, it was fun
1: fun game 10 out of 10 uh, i definitely want to go back and play the entire series especially hitman 3 when i do eventually get a ps5 that day.
0: i'm gonna say would be a super fun game for you to stream it would
1: be super because, man, bro Mogan watching me play Hitman 2, he yeah. was like, huh, really well, going about things in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: because there's that. There's so many different avenues oh, that so you can perform the, the takedowns Absolutely. and everything. And so I feel like there's a ton of replayability. Oh, yeah. And like a way where like people could throw specific challenges your way and yeah. stuff like that. I think that would so be a really So
1: Hitman is my honorable mention for the H's. For the eyes. I did briefly think about trying to shoehorn in infinite comma bioshock because it's my favorite of the bioshock games i love it uh so i would have talked about that one but yeah cool game so those are my two honorable mentions very nice
0: i really think uh, i mean i'll shout out yeah sure god of war because yeah it is fun i was actually just talking about god of war 3 with uh cody the other day Mm. when we were playing some games and just talk about like how brutal god of war 3 is And and i was even like man that game was a lot of fun i remember like playing the demo of it and everything and i have it remastered for ps4 so i kind of want to it kind of made me want to go through that again uh and then yeah for h i would definitely say like hades but horizon had to take it yeah for, for, understandable
1: for but, all right so those are our gh's and eyes G-H's
0: G-H's we had uh greece horizon zero dawn and uh infamous, infamous just talked about it and,
1: and i had gravity rush hollow knight and
0: indivisible there it is, Your You're GH and I for our ABCs of games. But thanks for joining us for this episode of Team Chat Podcast. Come back next week for another great episode about a video game topic, which <laughs> we'll let you know what it is when we get there because we might not know. We don't plan ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we just but show we, up. We just show
0: up, sit down, and start talking, and what comes out is what we send to you. But until next time, everybody, I'm one of your hosts, Jared Wilson, joined across the table by my co host, Rachel Moe. Peace out. We'll see you all next